Oh, hey. Hi. Oh, hi there, listener. Uh, welcome to Don't Say We Didn't Warn You. If this is your first time listening, I'm Chris. And I'm Kelly. Uh, this is my co-host, Kelly, and I am absolutely obsessed with horror films. Kelly, on the other hand, uh, feels the opposite. I hate them. Yeah, so for some strange reason, we started a horror film demystification podcast, bear with me on that word, that explores scary stories as to empower our listeners with our own very real and very not-so-real fears. So just because you don't like scary movies doesn't doesn't mean that you can't join in on the fun, and as always, we promise that it will be a real scream uh, tonight. <laughs> that was my joke. That was my joke. I want it on the record. Yeah, that, that's our Tales from the Crypt <laughs> pun. Uh, to to send that intro home. Yeah, I mean, you got got to have a little bow to wrap it up. Yeah, you don't... I feel... You don't just, like, march into home plate. You do a backflip onto it, yeah. right? Uh, and that perfect joke was a perfect... Backflip 10 from our judges. Tonight we are watching a movie called Ouija, Origin of Evil. Um, so and just, wanna... to, just to hedge any uh, questions that you might have while you're listening to this intro, in case you don't know, we have two dogs, so there are some noises you might be hearing right now. There's going to be dogs. That you can just assume are uh, a massive set of teeth chewing on any given toy. Just um, being friends. So I'm sorry if that's yeah. kind of interfering. I'm not. Yeah, I mean, we don't we don't regret the dogs. Mm-mm. Our bodies, our choice. You know, <laughs> it was painful, but it was worth it. <laughs> no buyer's remorse here. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna be watching Ouija: Origin of Evil. Yeah, hit him with the and with the synopsis. Just a little bit of background. Uh, I'm gonna read you the word for word Amazon synopsis. Uh, it was never just a game. A widowed mother and her two daughters add a new stunt to their seance scam business and unwittingly invite authentic evil into their home. And I'll go on record as saying, ahead of time, seance scam business is redundant. Uh, <laughs> and I'm mainly interested in this movie to determine whether the authorities behind it believe it's pronounced Ouija or Ouija. It's really my only interest here. Because uh, mm. so far I'm not terribly interested on what happens to these people because we already know they're running a freaking scam business. Yeah, I, and history likes to, uh, that if you grew up calling it Ouija, you were part of the majority, and I don't know where all of this, we, oh shit, I said it backwards. No, <laughs> that whole bit, I built that whole bit for nothing. No, Micah, why, Micah? Um, you know what, I'm, I'm on your side either way. Okay, so you want to figure out why it's a bad idea to fuck around with Ouija boards? Not particularly. Too bad. One, the one thing that I wanted to get from this movie. Just the one thing. Um, you wanted to get a sense of self-satisfaction? No, no, no. no. All I wanted, the only thing I asked for, was to know whether they were going to pronounce it Ouija or Ouija. Oh, yeah. And you guys, I shuck kid you not. I shuck shuck kid you not. They did not say that word one single time in the entirety of this film. Oh, my God, you're right. They did not say that word. (laughs) (laughs) They showed showed you the word, and I kept waiting for an utterance. Not one. They they took no stance on it. They were like, we don't want to get corrected. We're not out here for these grammar justice warriors. It's the one thing I wanted. We see it written down on a board. 
like on the, the actual uh, <sighs> Hasbro board game appears in this. But of course, they don't label it as Hasbro. I don't. I don't remember what company actually makes the Ouija board. It was originally Hasbro. Really? But in this movie, which takes place back in you know the '60s or whatever. Sixty-seven. Sixty-seven. Uh, it, it's it's peddling itself as the original Ouija board, but Hasbro is nowhere to be seen. Despite the fact that they they were part no, of the movie, they were listed as credits at the beginning. Oh, it said based, it on, said the based on the game by Hasbro. Mm -hmm. Which you'd think if they had permission to do that, they'd have permission to put Hasbro in it. But I guess maybe Hasbro doesn't want to be involved in like a multi-family murder. This is a game that they probably haven't sold more than a, a thousand of a year for 20 or 30 years. Yeah. I bet they're happy to get any recognition the board game can get. I mean, like, what do you expect to happen when you come out with a game that puts you in touch with demons? It's, no, it's super, it's super not a family-friendly board game. No. Um, that's how you know it's fake, because they haven't been sued. But I guess everybody Good dies point. if they summon ghosts. So we watched uh, Ouija Origin of Evil. Uh, let's start off with the title. The Origin of Evil? Yeah, because it's The very like... first evil act, like it birthed evil, that's not even true to the plot of the movie. And one fun because thing... Because it's like this old... Ugh. One fun one thing, thing is that it, it it's going about calling itself the Origin of Evil uh, in relation to the Ouija board being the Origin of Evil. Then the movie delves back into the horrors of World War II. It does. And the terrible medical experiments that were being run on people in camps. Mm -hmm. But that somehow, evil wasn't around then. The Origin of Evil yeah, like had that was, come that was the actual the Ouija board. Okay, okay, let's, let's, let's try to recap. Actually, let's start with, was this movie scary? Do you think people would want to watch it? Don't watch this movie. Ah, yeah, you're fine. No, no, Don't no. I, from my point of view, it's that this was terrifying, and I wish that I hadn't watched it, because I'm going to have a lot of trouble sleeping for a few nights. Um, it's very scary. If you're afraid of movies, like, don't watch this movie. If if you have any hesitation, I don't right. recommend it. I agree and disagree with you. I think you don't need to... I Like, if you're somebody who does like... you know, Not that I disagree with you, but yeah. from like my perspective of somebody who maybe in, really enjoys scary movies... I would say don't watch it because while there's like some pretty cool writing and they're um, like functionally it's really well produced and a lot of elements are, are exciting and surprising and they it's kind of overflowing like it's like convoluted with all of these homages it's paying itself to but I don't think there was an original idea. It, this movie was a possession movie like mm -hmm. a possession ghost theme horror film that was just like a collection of all these other ideas that I've seen in other movies and all of these other art styles and they were all blended together to make this like PG-13 popcorn selling movie. See, and to me that's but, like they had, like they took all the things that made me too scared to go see those other movies hmm. and then they put it all into the one movie that I ended up watching and, and put a bow on now it. I hate everything. Yeah. Just every corner yeah. of this house is my own personal hell sure. right now. Okay, so this is, okay, so this movie is, it's a, we have a single mother, uh, rec recently widowed, who has two daughters. One of them's a party-hardy, sneak-out teenager. The other one's like a nine-year-old who uh, is, is uh, pretty, doesn't really have a personality other than that she's the youngest. Her name is Doris, so she's pretty much Doris. what you would expect to come along with that name. Sorry, Dorises of the world. 
Tell me two other things you expect to hear from a Doris. Um, something about her grandchildren, because she's One. clearly a grandmother. Uh, and probably something about needing to move, uh, like, some frozen meat into the refrigerator. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, <and laughs> Those are Doris's chief concerns. Out of the deep freezer up into the refrigerator. She yeah, go get it out. out of the garage. Mm-hmm. Go get it from the meat freezer in the garage and take it into the regular fridge in the house. Please, thank you, dear child. Yeah, you'll be rewarded with meatballs. Yeah, but this Doris is, she's in the 60s, so she is... To and she's nine years old. Yeah. Uh, now she'd be much older had she lived. It doesn't work out that way. Spoilers. <laughs> so, okay, so this mom, uh, the the recently widowed mother character... Um, she runs a scam business. She's a, she's a, a, a medium for hire yeah. where she has a, this like rigged crystal ball set up and candle set up and her daughters help her fool people hey, for money. What's the first rule of running a business where you scam people with your chill, child daughters? Uh, I don't know. Tell me about your childhood, don't Kelly. Don't do it out of your actual home oh, with your yeah. real address. It's where the these 60s. people? I thought this movie was going to take a turn where somebody that they told... Because it starts off with them screwing this poor old man over. Mm-hmm. And his daughter is a total skeptic and knows that they're just absolutely bullshitting the whole seance. Start teaser. So I'm thinking this is going to become a murder movie where these people are like, you've been ripping us off. We know where you live. And we know your daughters are helping you. It's very obvious. So, you know, the the town shows up with their pitchforks. Nah, everybody seems to be fine with it. Until a real possession happens, then everybody's up in arms. <laughs> Wait, who's up in arms? You know, the, the priest, the school. Those are the only characters we get. I know, the boyfriend. Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay, okay. So, sure enough, um, after we learn that they run a scam business... A uh, Ouija board enters the scene. The mom uses it right away. Uh, it doesn't respond to her. She walks away. The thing starts, uh, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. The first time the mom uses it. This is one thing I really liked about the movie. The very first time the mom uses it, the Ouija board, in her house, um, she's asking it questions and it doesn't move. But the youngest daughter, Doris, is upstairs in her room. She shares a room with her other sister, Lena. Um and Doris is answering the questions, even though she's on a different floor. So mm-hmm. as soon as the mom uses the Ouija board, like the spirits are fucking cutting loose. Yeah. Like there's instant yeah, they don't effects wait. for her screwing around with messing with the other side. So what we think the movie is, is going to be scary is just like a, a possession movie right yeah. now. And even in that moment, we kind of see our first glimpse at, at movie stupidity where... The older sister is, she's sitting in the room with her little sister as her little sister just starts to kind of blindly go, yes, no, we're here. And just starts. And we see you. Yeah. And we see you. And the older sister is trying to talk to her and she's not answering. All of a sudden the girl snaps out of it. And the older sister is like, what was that about? And the little girl's like, what? That you press somebody on that. You don't yeah. just go, oh, I don't know, never mind. Uh, I think between the two of us, we have three lifetimes worth of experience with older sisters. Oh, yeah. And guess what? When you do something stupid, they don't just want to know. They want to bully you about it. Yeah, no. They want to, like, pin you down and spit on you because you were talking to yourself you because you're an like, imaginative child. You're just an idiot kid. If I had, like, stuttered in that yeah. sentence, my sister would have beat me up harder than that girl did. Yeah, like, like what? why are you talking to yourself, nerd? You're an idiot. Huh? You don't have anything better to do than talk to you yourself? Freak? Why don't you go play with your dolls, you nerd? Oh, my God. 
dolls do come into play, which is pretty clutch. Yeah, there's a little bit of doll in this. There's, we got a little doll ass machina. Yeah, um, that was that was good. No, I'm, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'll come back to. I'm really you. gonna come back to that. Um. So. Oh my god. Basically, as soon as they start, me- the mom starts messing with the Ouija board. The little girl becomes a vehicle, and um, she is. Uh, the ghost is, it's a, okay, so right now we think it's a ghost, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the ghost starts dealing with her. The way that this ghost manipulates the little girl it's is the, the fucking smoothest, the Don't watch smooth this. criminal maneuver ever for a possession. Ugh. Like, of all the things, of all the ways you could entice a little kid, oh. this ghost that's possessing her does her homework for her. It does her homework for her, and just, a, I won't dive into it too deep, but uh, the family, the father of the family has died. And they all miss him very much, and they've yeah. been trying to get in touch with him. So she's, oh. just the fact that the board is responding at all, they're all like, it's the, daddy. Yeah, the mom, the mom, or yeah, once the girl gets going, the mom sees her use the board. Yeah. Because the ghosts are fucking tricking everybody. Yeah, so. And they've got the, now they have the the psychic mm-hmm. medium reader person biting her own shtick. Yeah, completely. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, it is real, I believe it. I always believed it, really, sure you did. It gave you vague answers. Yeah, right. so you've got a little girl who's being told that she, or believing that she's contacting her dad. Yeah, and, she always calls it daddy. Yeah, and this thing is doing her homework for her, so you're totally right. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. it's like having a van full of candy. Oh, totally. But what's extra cool about it is not only is it manipulating her by getting her to trust it, by doing, like, doing the homework and mm-hmm. pretending like the farce of the dad, um, it also, when she, when they ask her how this homework got done, um... Because it was, I guess, like, the the principal of her school, who is a priest, it's a Catholic school, um, the principal of the school is, calls the mom in one day, and he's like, hey, have you been helping your daughter do her homework? She says, no. She says, well, is somebody helping her do it? And she says, no. And she's like, well, then she learned cursive, because we haven't taught her that yet, because our homework's all in cursive. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, so she, perfect So her cursive. response to that is, I let him use my hand. Mm-hmm. So it's like slowly possessing her by tricking her into letting it auto. Wait a minute! I just realized. Yeah. Uh, I just realized an issue. When they're in the when they're in the school, she says, "I let her use my hand." Oh well, there's sev- Well, we find out later. It's not one ghost. It's like a collection of ghosts. I guess. Okay. Yeah. But we do because there's two times when we find out that something's having a right, and I mean maybe I'm. Overstepping, but I assumed that it was the same thing having a right. Oh, no, 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 no. Because it was... Okay, so... All right, I want to... Oh, this is tough. It is really this hard. This is tough. Because this is a crazy reveal. We find out... Okay, I want to I say first that once the little girl is, uh, like, freely in touch with a spirit, mm-hmm. uh, the mom, mom manipulates her for the business, and she... Oh, yeah. Just wants to scam more people, but now the mom doesn't believe they're scamming people, and the mom believes it's all true. So she, like, now that they have this Ouija board, the, uh, what's the little tool called? The, um, oh god. I forget. Planchette. The planchette. 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 The plan- the Kate the planchette yes. starts moving around on its own because the little girl is connected to ghosts, and, um, the mom uses it to make money because she's a shitty parent. Yeah, she keeps her out of school. a lot of times in this movie. She keeps her out of school for four days. Yeah, and doesn't even call the school. Mm-mm, because uh. she's too busy rolling in those greenbacks. Um, so we find out that obviously the as the girl gets wise to this shit, 
Um, the ghosts say, uh, fuck it, we're just gonna full-on possess you, and we get, like, a cool reveal, and the mon- the first time we see one of the ghosts, it looks pretty gnarly. It's, I'm not, it is I like, can't do It's obviously at nighttime it. in this beautiful house. There's, uh, like... I hate it. Yes, yeah, scary. It's a scary dude. want it. So, we find out later that it's not just one ghost. It is, it's a whole bunch of ghosts. And what we're talking about is no longer, like, a Ouija summoning of a new spirit. It's actually the house they lived in. Okay, so they live in this house in 1967. And it used to be that there was this uh, Nazi doctor, like, they call, like, one of those crimes against all humanity, sick, sick doctors who were working off the record. In the movie, they specifically say that he was one who was interested in the occult and was using people Mm -hmm. in the death camps to do his experiments. So maybe that there's like a link to him capturing their souls after he kills them. Maybe. And so he so he escaped to America, and some of the people from the camps were escaped (laughs) too. I guess it turns out he becomes a doctor in America, obviously under a different different. For, uh, identity, mm-hmm. uh, but he builds like a secret little torture experiment room in the basement of his house where he kills several people uh, after that. Yeah. So the ghosts, and that's the house our, our family lives in, um, so the go- it's not just one ghost, it's a bunch of tortured ghosts who all seem to feed, like, while they remain separate spirits, they all look exactly the same. Yeah. Um, and, and it's they like, all, they look like they're black and they're like covered in oil and they have like these glowing golden eyes. Yeah. And it and they're seems like they have, they're insidious. like united in a mission. Yeah. And, yeah. Like they're working together. They're somehow bonded, but, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I'm no expert at all, but I feel like from What, other... in black oil ghosts? <laughs> yeah. Well. You know black oil I, ghosts I expert? know my black oil ghosts, um, but from other possession and ghost movies that we've seen, it's mm-hmm. kind of like when you see a house that's full of spirits, mm-hmm. they're always like, oh, some spirits are friendly and some are evil. Yeah. This is like strictly a house full of angry, evil spirits. Oh, yeah, they're all fucked. Like, that no m- chance. Until we meet the dad spirit. Yes, the dad spirit is still there. Yeah. So, He's okay. like, the dad ends up try- trying to help him, but in the end, um, the ghost... Alright, so the priest comes in, and he tries to talk to the little girl, um, and the little girl and the whole fleet of ghosts, they kill the little girl, they kill the priest, they kill the mom, and then the older of the two daughters, Lena, escapes. Turns out she's possessed, uh, and and she ends up in a mental institution at the end of the movie. I mean, it's kind of like... Where the spirit of her little sister comes to save her. And kill yeah, people. and well, and the real dig in that is that so the the older sister is the one who realizes that her dad has been trying to do things to help them this whole time, and she kind of solves the mystery of how to make this stop and how to supposedly save her little sister. You think, mm-hmm. um, and it so it it seems like she's going to be the heroine of it, and then just at the last minute, she's the one to kill the mom, right, as you think everything's mm-hmm. been resolved. Uh, and then she ends up in a mental institution, still possessed and still being haunted or whatever. Oh, yeah, she's still possessed. She's, like, part of the fleet, but yeah. still has a living body. Yeah. Um, and But the ghost of her little sister, Doris, comes climbing on the ceiling and kills the doctor at the <laughs> end of it. Yeah, and if, um, if in ten years I don't have kids and you want to ask me why, <laughs> my answer to you will be because there are 
far too many movies where a child is climbing the ceiling mm -hmm. with their eyes rolled to the back of their head. Yeah, and I don't like it. No, and half the things that Doris said before she was possessed were far too terrifying for me anyway. Okay, Kelly... You never should have had... What? I'm glad, because I want to I wanna keep moving on this. Tell me all of the things that are scary about this movie. Okay. Uh, the hairstyles. The hairstyles? The absolute number one. Um, okay, I'll, I'll counter that the hair was bad, but they were, because they were doing this 60s thing, mm -hmm. there were a lot of good like textures and clothing, a lot of the architecture and the art of, of the scenic design was really beautiful. If you liked discomfort, it was really beautiful. <laughs> it was a lot of earth tones. Uh, another issue was that their, their big setup for the mom, like when things are, when she thinks things are going well for her, like, I don't know, an, an indicator for me that you don't have your life in order is when you're really stoked about your hot date with a priest who cannot get married and cannot have sex. She did. You know, What's like, your deal? They went to talk. He invited her out. That one scene in the middle of the movie, we found out that the priest is also a, wid is a widower, and he invites the mom out for dinner to talk about her kids. Nice she, white tablecloth steakhouse. She's yeah, wearing her low-cut jumper. Like sexy fucking 60s She's, restaurant. This woman straight up thought she was going to get laid. She thought she was about to bone And he's wearing a man his of the cloth. priesthood collar, whatever mm -hmm. you call that. Oh, you got it right. The priesthood collar. Yeah, the, the good old priesthood collar. Like Daffy collar. Duck used to wear. Exactly. Um, Deacon Daffy Duck, I believe De you're <laughs> referring to. <laughs> They're at this lovely steakhouse where they both used to go with their now deceased spouses. And she is, like, itching to go home with him. Mm -hmm. So what, like, are you already possessed and you don't, you want to just defile a man of the Lord? Or what? Like, what, you, I don't, I don't get it. I, I have trouble seeing her good intentions there. I get that. That was she, a super confusing plot point. It was just, best case scenario, best case scenario, <laughs> you were going to fuck your daughter's principal. Worst case scenario, you were going to fuck a priest who's also your daughter's right. <laughs> principal. I was like, I was straight up trying to rationalize that scene when it happened. I was like, maybe she's, maybe it's just she knows what restaurant she's going to. And that's how she used to go out. Yeah. To that restaurant she before. She just always looks that way. And then I was like, oh, these, she knows that he's lost his uh, significant other, and she has two, and she's just bonding and, like, wants to set a good impression and, like, mm -hmm. look fucking good. Yeah. But, yeah, we 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 uh, saw a woman in a, in a elegant pink dress, a very and, trendy, fashion-forward yeah. pink dress uh, at dinner with a priest. Well, and even the, and we, the daughters, yeah, we really... or the, the unpossessed older daughter, mm -hmm. before the mom Lena. leaves the house, she's like, you look nice. Yeah, she, she was all flattered by Mom's her. Mom's getting she's second like, base Ma? with the priest principal. Mama. Uh -huh. Yeah, it was pretty gnarly. So, okay, tell me about the scary parts in the movie. Like, not the parts, but like, what type of scares did you get in this? Every it moment that possessed Doris was on screen. Yeah, so the little girl being possessed always looked super spooky. Her face contorted. It was the worst. Yeah. I did not like... So, I guess to jump back, the demon, before it possesses Doris, it, she's looking... She, like... When you, when you play with a Ouija board, you're using the planchette and you're pushing it around and it always stays on the board with the lens going over the letters. Mm -hmm. And Doris, the first time that she uses it, and then for the next few times that she uses it, we see her pick it up and start to look through that little lens thing mm -hmm. and kind of look around the room. And the first 
two times she, you just hear her react. She'll go like, oh, who are you? Like she's seeing somebody. Oh, yeah, because we're watching her. Yeah, and then you start to see like shadows like darting behind walls where you know that you're seeing some sort of spirit or demon mm-hmm. um, right before it disappears. That was scary enough for me, and then they really showed the thing, and that was worse, and I wish that they had not shown yeah, it. Yeah, it was a good spooky visual. It was a good spooky it was, visual. Um, so we just we described the ghosts earlier. Well, I don't I don't know. We we haven't really landed on a term because there are several ghosts, mm-hmm. but they're all kind of bound by this one accursed occult death that they received, right? Yeah. Like they all look the same. They're that black oily gold eye thing. Yeah. Um, should we just call them the ghosts from here on out for clarity? The the ghost amalgam. The ghost the ghosts amalgam or ghost amalgam. Ghost amalgam. All right. Um, like the flood. Yes. That's from a video game, but I'm going to sure. stick with it for this, because <laughs> it's uh, our own BS definition. Um, I mean, who among us has not played the video game involving the flood? The You know, the classic one. Yeah, a bunch of floodheads over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so seeing the flood was, it's a pretty scary visual when you see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, and I'll comment that it is a poor man's insidious uh, See, as I mentioned, I don't earlier, know about that. As I mentioned, I mentioned earlier, this movie is just like a bunch of collection of other ideas from other movies, and it was trying to imitate that hands-on. Yeah, I don't. The I don't shape know of if it. I would say that it's a poor man's insidious though, because this one for me, there are more scenes in this one where you're focused on something happening in the foreground, and then you realize that there's something in the background, but it's not just, mm-hmm. it's not just, oh, there's something in, ba- in the background and they want me to be aware of that. It's, there's something in the background and I'm terrified of it right yeah, this yeah. instant. The depth of field was always super good. Yeah, and it's they, it's everything from showing the silhouette of the, what I'll, I'll just call it the monster, I guess, before it possesses Doris, to showing Doris's terrifying child body in the background, mm-hmm. like, as her sister's having a nightmare about having her mouth sewn shut yeah it just it's don't have kids guys don't have kids they're gonna dude they're gonna walk around they're gonna get possessed by their daddy goes super prone to possession from what i've learned lately because they don't know the difference between not being possessed no and it's like what you want to teach them board games but will they get possessed like you can't just have family fun without consequences you need to wait until they're at least not virgins from what i understand I think, yeah, wait till they're not virgins, and then teach them about board games. But the first time you play it, like, fasten them to a leash on one side of the room, and then go play on the other, so they just have to watch. Now that's an idea. And they can't get idea. possessed the first time they play a board game. I do like that. Because that's what happened here. I like that a lot. Yeah. I think we just really Kid uncovered leashes, something. You're going to have to, like, uh, put mittens on their hands and then tape them onto their wrists. I don't know. That, they yeah. probably actually still get it. They'd probably still get out of a leash. How do we <laughs> with prevent thumbs. the thing where their eyes roll back into their head though? Because that's and my their jaw big drops issue. like a foot. Yeah, I need yeah. your jaw to not open an entire foot. That's okay, a foot. A big problem for me. Yeah, I don't want kids doing that. Um, and actually, the kid Doris is for sure the scariest part of the movie outside of the the flood ghosts. Um, <laughs> yeah, she is. Our flood buddies. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but the scariest thing Doris did wasn't when she, it wasn't like special effects. The scariest part of the whole movie is this monologue 
where a nine-year-old girl explains the physical experience of being strangled to death. Mm -hmm. It is like a two-minute monologue. It is the only monologue in the entire movie that is more than, more than, you know, 12 seconds long or five or six lines. And it is a full graphic account that she tells to her older sister's boyfriend of like, She's like <laughs> who ends up getting killed. Who ends up getting via hanged. strangulation? Yeah, but yeah, and then and then his soul becomes part of the ghost fleet. Oh yeah, yep, yeah. He's deep in there right away. He's gone. Yeah, they take him right away. Poor Tim Tom. Yeah. Tim Tom. Tim. T- Tim. Good Tom. old Tim Tom. Uh, real buddy. Uh, soul lost it. He was a cool. Yeah. Um. Ugh. I interrupted you. No, I interrupted myself <laughs> with all these great ideas There's i have to share just no okay a lot to cover i kind of want to wait I'm, okay she's a, she's a child actor i don't know i mean it was the only monologue in the movie it was so the this only girl one? i mean this yeah. girl had like an acting coach who worked with her for months before this movie and they did this scene every day i guarantee it for I, an hour i guess so but i i just i've seen really popular child actors flub very simple mm-hmm. scenes where they just have to like say hi to their parents. And this girl is talking about the feeling of being strangled. Spoilers. Okay, she goes she was she's very in tune with the process of death. I don't I don't want to defame anybody, but I think she's killed someone. <laughs> maybe maybe it's animals. She's still young. Oh god. Oh. I hope okay, it's a person. So it, she goes, Doris Xander asks, Wanna hear something cool? And Mikey goes, sure. She says, Do you know what it feels like to be strangled to death? First, you feel the pressure in your throat, your eyes water, and you start to taste something very, very sour in your mouth. Then it's like a light, then it's like someone lights a match right in the middle of your chest, and that fire grows. It fills your lungs and your throat, and all the way behind your eyes, and finally that fire turns to ice, like pins and needles of ice are sticking into your fingers and your toes, your arms, you see stars, then darkness, and the last thing you feel is cold. And then she says, "Good night, Romeo." Um, I'm so, I, I, I tried I, really I, hard not to act, like put any inflection yeah. or act it. It's hard, but the the little like indicator underneath that was Mikey looks terrified and confused. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's just, like, why does this child know that? You and me both, Mikey. <laughs> He's like, "That's the only way you can finish too, huh, kid?" Oh, and, they, and they knock about it. Oh um, no! So that was really scary for me. Seeing the ghost was scary. Um, but ultimately, like, this movie became about, um... What was it about? I mean, it's about loss and grievance for the characters involved. Uh, and they continue to lose and grieve, uh, way past the ending of the movie, I guess. But it turns out to be a haunted house movie. That's the thing! And the plot, and the plot becomes, hey, guess what? We, there's a pretty good chance your house has a hidden, like, Nazi doctor burial room in it because this is america you know where that sort of thing happens all the time uh but the real moral the real risk factor is that you don't access those spirits with a ouija board yeah what's the what is the fucking line of best fit of this what are they trying to make us afraid of i i want a lot of different things to have happened here i just i frankly from my own perspective, I would have liked to have seen the phone call to, like, 
a historical society to let them know that they'd found multiple, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Nazi victims buried in the walls of an American house. Yeah, they find money down there, and like, oh, even oh. though they have pretty good indication that it's somebody else's money because those are the people that hit it, who probably have an estate and children somewhere, they just fucking take it and they yes. keep it selfishly. And I'm not saying I want to do the same thing, but. This is a movie, and you're our main characters. You're better people than that. Yeah, ha- just have a little bit of sense. Just a um, little bit. And the other screwed up thing about it is this movie takes place in 1967. What year was World War II over? Oh, that's a great question. Okay. Do any of us know? Does anyone really know when it ended? Um, Has it ended? For a lot of people, it still hasn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Stick with that. Um, so this family, like the oldest daughter is 16. Yeah. So this, so this, this Nazi doctor after World War II moved to America, set up a practice, murdered dozens of people. I mean, there were at least eight and, skeletons. And that then we just saw. like he dies of old age of natural causes. Uh, That's my also thing. within like a year or two, and then this family moves in. Like the timeline is holy shit. Hey, family, World War Two was less than like this guy was operating in this house less than 20 years ago yeah and you have a 16 year old like you could like, probably just check who you bought the house from right and like, it's probably your guy and guess what well in, it it makes <laughs> I, me I don't have an answer for that I just s- like guess what guess what your who house knows? every every if if you live in a house in america it probably has a f- bunch of fucking nazi ghosts in it Send your children down to the basement, have them look behind the furnace, and if there is a satchel of money hidden behind the stones in the wall, mm-hmm. you've got They'll know answer. which ones to remove. Yeah, don't worry, they're kids. And they're possessed. Yeah, they're two steps ahead ahead of the grave. I had a, I had a point and then I forgot what so it this was. So this movie, the timeline, I don't know. I don't buy the timeline. I think oh. it lacked originality. I was going to say, my thing is that I thought when we were getting that big reveal that the house was you know, home to all this medical torture and everything, I thought we were going to determine that the the malicious spirit in the house was the occult leading oh, the doctor. doctor who yeah. was committing these heinous crimes. Nope. Dude just got to, like, die in peace, I guess. fuck? You're or just, like, like, laying at rest and all the other people are... What is it? So I need to join a cult and start experimenting on people if I want to not have to possess anybody? Like, what kind of lesson mm-hmm. are, are we teaching people here? It's, Bury this, everyone in no, the walls. this movie, yeah, this movie, all right, a, a successful horror film makes you afraid to go about the rest of your life, right? Why am I? Man, you're going to go to your room and something's going to be there. You're going to be on the train tomorrow and notice something you've never seen before, something like that. Oh, it, I'm not it, getting on a train it, ever it, again. No way. You're fine. You're going to be so fine after this movie. This movie, like, the specificity of how much you have to... Uh, predeterminately get fucked and fuck up yourself like that's not gonna happen to anybody ever like provide like even provided this alternative reality where ghosts are real and nazis inhabit it nazis have killed escaped jewish prisoners in america in every home in america Mm -hmm. uh the chance that you're gonna fuck up with a ouija board (laughs) is still a percentage like that's the in, baseline in that rule. Infinite, yeah. Just like this, you, this, all could have been avoided. This movie only scared you because, or it was. I'm sorry. I, I, this movie was only scary because of the visuals of that child's face when she was yeah. possessed, and the visuals of the ghosts themselves. 
what fucking cheap shot is it that they have to resort to Nazis to make the plot scary? Are you kidding me? I do have to add that they didn't have to be Nazis and Holocaust semi-survivors yeah. buried in the walls in order for me well, to be Well, I mean, they survived the Holocaust, but yeah, it, like it came back for them. Post-Holocaust. I don't, yeah. I don't know. But, the like... The theme's the same, but the war was over. I don't yeah, care. I mean, like, our next-door neighbor could be running experiments on people and burying them in the walls, and I... You heard it here first. Our next-door neighbor is running experiments on people <laughs> and burying them in the walls. <laughs> oh, we're gonna get... Like a search warrant or something. Yeah, our, our neighbors totally listen. Oh, we've been served already. Um, but no, I mean, it, it, they don't have to be... It doesn't have to be that specifically. It's just the idea that, like, there could be even just one body buried in the walls. We're in Chicago. What a gang history yeah, we're not. Here. we're not that far from a body, maybe. No! Statistically speaking, you're never more than seven feet from a spider or a dead body. That's what, <laughs> what people and say. They're often in the same place. Yes! Like, one of them Spiders decaying, are highly one of them attractive. munching. <laughs> Ew. What a tangled web we weave. I don't know. I'm trying to think of babe quotes, and they're just not happening. <laughs> really tough time with those babe quotes. Do you need to read the book again? Uh, yeah, can we pause it? <laughs> I'll just hop on this. BRB, guys. Yeah. I'll... Little babe break. <laughs> <laughs> Take a little babe break. Just gotta babe it up. Wilbur! No. Um. Hi, babe it. Hi, no. Hi, babus. Like, instead of hiatus. We'll cut that. <laughs> it sounded better in my head. I don't know. I think we're gonna absolutely <laughs> leave that in. So this movie, um... <laughs> It's like it. It's scary because you're gonna get caught up in, yeah. One, um, like I'll, I'll even say that the the pace of the movie itself, the first twenty minutes slow. are so slow. We're basically just in a living room for the first twenty minutes, and then as soon as we have a supernatural presence, something we don't know about, the plot doesn't slow down. They're introducing all these and characters boy, who they're gonna kill. If you're they're introducing of scary boys, movies. they're gonna kill. You will wish that it had slowed down. No, I'll tell you. And the, the, yeah, that's how fear works, right? Mm-hmm. Like, shit, it seems so normal, it seems so banal and mundane, and then as soon as it's something unfamiliar that you have a question about, your mind races with it. Well, it's kind right? of like... And that movie, the movie does that really well, but... It's like, were you, were you ever afraid of roller coasters? Were you one of those people who was always like, this is um, fine? Like, was there a point where you had to overcome them or pretend that you weren't afraid and get on one? There, oh, yeah, absolutely. I had to I had to get over riding wooden roller coasters. Oh, like don't, every type babe, of don't ever get on a wooden roller coaster. Oh, my God. The one we had, <laughs> the one at Worlds of Fun in fucking Kansas City, Missouri. Like, before I was 15, three or four people died on it. Like, not at the same time. Like, okay. in different years, people Jesus. kept dying. Don't do that again. I rode that. I rode that. I rode that roller coaster fifty times. What? <laughs> At least. Are you kidding me? Oh my god! Yeah. I'm glad that you're here to tell the tale. Yeah. What was it called? The Timberwolf, I think. Yep. Good name for it. Perfect. Um, uh, but I had to get over like wooden roller coasters. I had to get over uh, the rail ones and looping ones separately. Like roller coasters scare the shit out of me, but like. Once I get into them, like, I thought they were really fun. And yeah. I, I like being scared. So it's kind of like, I remember when I was trying to get over roller coasters, and I was at the point where I didn't want to look uncool in front of friends, so I would get on them, 
And when you're at the the beginning and you feel kind of like, oh, I'm fine. I can totally handle this. This is this is mm-hmm. slow, in fact. I wish it would speed up. Come at me. And then you get to that first big thing. And the minute that you start to speed up on that drop, you're like, fuck, 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 fuck. I was right. <laughs> yeah. This was a mistake. And that was, that was how this movie felt for me. It was just like I kept waiting for the, the buildup to be over and for something to really happen. The minute that something happened, I was ready for that to not have happened. <laughs> <laughs> you longed for a simpler time. Big mistake. <laughs> Pre, pre-climb. Yeah, exactly. Um, I could have just watched this nice family yeah. live in their house and scam their neighbors. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, that was a and, good movie. And it came onto us. It like, ooh, they're not perfect. They're not saints. Yeah. But they're doing what they need to do. Yeah, they're surviving. Yeah, it's she's going to bang that priest. Yeah, oh, she's going to bang his yeah. collar off. Sorry, Father Tom. Knock his white socks off. They probably were white, huh? They're probably white socks. It's the 60s. Oh. Um, not that I was... I, I've said that like four times like I was alive in the 60s. But they were a um, good time for all of us. Yeah, we were all really alive and... Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So many priests. <laughs> we, were, we were actually we were filthy with priests back it's in the 60s up to our necks man yeah. oh, god we were, keep was... them off me <laughs> it's easy for you to say I oh man um, oh so... I'm not Catholic I can fuck as nope. many priests as I want <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so the movie does a good job capturing like the idea of fear and, re- and packaging that into a narrative it puts the fear in the form of your younger sibling which yeah for some of us might work <laughs> it's just that like if i was that younger sibling and i probably i did some pretty crazy shit not to get beat up um by my older siblings um did you possess your older siblings no in I, order to? I i probably would have lied about it though just to get anything not to get oh yeah fucking kicked and have to do I, all their chores and bring them water that's that would have to be the biggest giveaway is that like if I had been possessed as a kid, and my sister was the one talking to me as I was as the spirit was trying to cover up being possessed, mm-hmm. if it said anything that wasn't just some total like dick little sibling comment, uh-huh. she would have been like, "What's the matter with you?" <laughs> I'm gonna kick your ass. That was like you're normal yeah, again. <laughs> yeah, I'll throw you against the wall until you barf. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll solve this problem right here. Yeah. <laughs> what? We don't need an hour and fifteen minutes for this. Yeah. Uh, it's an eight-page script. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boom, boom. Uh, um, siblings, right? Siblings. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the, yeah, Ouija Origin of Evil is neither the origin of evil. No. As even it, itself in the title, the the Ouija board is is only even just a window into this ongoing evil, which is part of a. Like part of historical <laughs> evil, which is part of a greater systematic problem um, that dates back to the fucking origins of humankind um, and occult doctors, I guess. Yeah. So Indiana Jones was on that shit fucking decades before this movie was well, sent. That's pretty typical. They're mm-hmm. usually about a mile ahead of us. Yeah. 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 Punching yeah. Nazis and everything. Punching Nazis, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, unfortunately, less Nazis for us to punch following in the, so in the trails. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's always going to be always plenty. Yeah. Um, so this movie's you're fine. And you know what? You're doing really good. If you're listening to this, you don't have to be scared of Nazi ghosts. You don't have to be scared of Nazi doctors. 
you don't have to be scared of Ouija boards because this is all just product placement for Hasbro or whoever invented that game. You do need to be scared of children. And you don't have to be scared of scary movies. You should be scared of kids, though. They're actually kind of... They're, they're capable of a lot of things. As far as spirits are concerned, kids are just, like, ripe for the taking. Mm-hmm. And they absolutely hate you to begin with, so... And they're that's scarier. That's a good foot to start off on. They're scarier, for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They harbor grudges. Harder to fight, because they're not all sore like adults. Mm. Um, yeah. Hit home, Kelly. It's a lot to unpack. Yeah. <sighs> once, it, somebody are going to unpack that, they're going to have to sit down and drink some mint tea. <laughs> Is that what'll do it? Yeah, after a couple hours of that that sweet, sweet tea drink. Good old sweet tea drink. Mm-hmm. Yes, the hot kind. But yeah, no, just um, my advice would be don't watch this movie and don't have kids. Uh, the, uh, for the first time ever on... <laughs> Don't say we didn't warn you. We arrive at a unanimous decision. (laughs) I almost said concision. Don't know what that is. Um, I think that would be if we had just summed up the movie in like two sentences. Two really concise sentences. So we summed it up in concision. Concision. We still made that word up, but... It took us 45 minutes to get through those two sentences. A concise um, 45 minutes. Don't say we didn't warn you that we killed English and grammar a long time ago. Bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>